Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Welcome, everybody, to Two Pete in a Podcast. This is episode 20. And as usual, I'm Simon Strawn, and with me is my friend and colleague, Michael Platten. Hi, Mike. Hello. Right, so we're um, doing the last series now in that wonderful topic called diarrhea. Uh, and we've done it uh, separately from vomiting, because diarrhea is not always associated with vomiting. And as we always do, we're going to end off with what are the warning signs you should look for when your child has diarrhea. And we've tried to kind of get this catchphrase going through these podcasts about something plus what. So we've gone through fever plus, we've gone through coughing plus, and now the time to say if your child's got diarrhea, diarrhea plus what is the signal that you should be reacting? So, Mike, you kick it off. Diarrhea plus what are we talking about? We're looking at diarrhea plus blood as a first step, which is there because the infection or the inflammation or the irritation in the intestine is disrupting the lining of the intestines that is resulting in bleeding. That can either be just blood lining around the outside of the stool or the stool can be blood itself. The next color that we're worried about is black. That can be there in, if your child is taking an iron supplement, which in itself can cause sometimes diarrhea, but more more commonly constipation. But what we're concerned about with black stool, especially if it's very smelly, is that they might be bleeding further up the intestines, which is actually in the stomach. So bleeding coming from the stomach, because then it changes the blood and it converts it into this black, stinky stuff that comes out. We call it... Melina. Melina, thank you. It's like dyskesia. No, it's not dyskesia. Melina. The next thing is jelly. This can be different colors, but normally we would say that this is coming from an inflammation in the stool, like an inflammatory bowel syndrome, or very classically with bacteria. So mucusy stuff when you mean jelly, hey? Yes, mucus. Mucus can be can look a bit jelly-like. And there's one particular condition that we worry about, especially in younger children, and it's called red currant jelly, like jam. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. That comes out, but that's a real concern. And it may not necessarily even be with diarrhea, but red colour jelly, that stuff coming out is, is problematic. So those are the colours we're really looking at. I mean, otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, your diarrhea is going to be watery, it can be yellow, it can be green. So if it's watery and it's, look, sometimes it's foul smelling, you can clear a room. But if it's, if it's the, any other funny colours, that's not just straightforward simple gastroenteritis. That's something that needs to look at. On that, your green stool, okay, so, so stool can normally be brown or yellow the younger your, your child is. Sometimes it can be green, and that's just because the contents of the intestines goes through the intestines faster because of this irritation. And the greenness that you're seeing, I'm not sure if you agree, is actually the bile yeah. that hasn't had time to be uh, broken down by the bacteria in the stomach or in the intestine. That's why it comes out as green, because the, when the bacteria acts on it, it changes it to brown or yellow. That's right. So, so, so green is okay. Yeah. So if you're coming in because of this, there's no need to bring a nappy or anything because we're not going to send that away. 
Just take, a, take a picture okay. so we can see it. Delightful. <laughs> they can. Yes, you can. But the point is I want to make is that if, you, if we're going to send stool to the lab, it has to be as fresh, fresh and as watery with the significant particle that we're worried about in it. So it doesn't help to bring a nappy that's two or three hours old. Uh, it has to be fresh. So the other things we worry about apart from this are uh, when your child has diarrhea is, is your child at the point of dehydrating, which means... Is your child able to drink sufficiently to replace what's coming out the bottom, number one? Number two, has this been going on for more than two days? Because you may feel like you're just keeping up with what you're losing out the bottom by putting in at the top. But if you're just behind over a few days, you can slowly end up not just being dehydrated, but your baby could be losing electrolytes in the stool, like potassium, like bicarb, which you're not really going to know until on day three or day four, you now have a very lethargic child who looks pretty ill. And then comes in and we go, oops, now we're a little bit behind on fluid, easily remedied. But the mm. point is that's that's one of the uh, the warning signs. And in fact, I've just hit one of the warning signs there. You can take yes. this one. Lethargy, you were going to mention that. Yeah, I was going to mention, mention that. Uh, I do want to come back to that, though. I just want to reiterate the... Other signs of dehydration, again, because it's also important to know. We did cover it in treatment and in overview, but the warning signs for dehydration or the signs of dehydration is that the in a younger child, the fontanelle that's at the top of the, the head, that can sometimes pull down. In the older child and the younger child, if their eyes start pulling back in their head, uh, you see it starts pulling in backwards, uh, they become less glistening in in addition to their mouth it's not as moist they do not have tears when they cry and also their nappies their wet nappies reduce those are all signs of dehydration but you're not going to get those unless you've been in a situation where there's clearly more coming out of your baby than going into your baby mm. you have to have been in the situation of going this has been a really tough time. There's just poop everywhere or there's vomiting everywhere. I can't get this child to drink. And oh my goodness, now I see these signs. That means your child is dehydrated. Yeah. Okay. To go back to the lethargy or the tiredness or we call malaise. Because diarrhea is losing fluids, you're also losing all the electrolytes, so the salt, the sugar, uh, that your child needs to actually maintain uh, the activity levels. So if that drops too low because of chronic diarrhea, they are going to be lethargic. So if they are too lethargic to drink properly or they are not responding as well as you expect them to or you want them to, then we need to see them. So I think if we talk about it, take it back and go, right, so we're looking at my child's got diarrhea, which is this watery stool more than three times a day. Your child may be a bit ill, maybe a bit feverish and miserable. Diarrhea plus what? Okay, so we've said diarrhea plus any funny color, color stool, as we've explained. Diarrhea with fever that is really difficult to control going on for more than two days. Generally, the fevers with gastroenteritis are not that difficult to control and pass very quickly. So prolonged fever. Severe diarrhea where you're battling to get fluid into your child that's going on for more than two days. Definitely, we should be, we should be looking at and as with everything else, any situation with diarrhea, where even after you've listened to this podcast, you're still feeling uncomfortable, like you're not in control, that's when you need to be reacting. Good. I think that's it. 
So thank you very much, everybody. If your children have allowed you to, thanks for listening. We will see you in the Vomiting Podcast next episode 21. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.careforkids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At two Pete in a podcast. At two Pete in a podcast. T-W-O, not the numerical two. This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.